0: past the city limits sign, where there's a honky tonk near the counter line. The joint starts jumping every night when the sun goes down.
1: They got whiskey, women, music, and smoke. It's where all the cowboy folk go to boot, scoot,
0: Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. Job. I am your host, Lisa Lowry.
1: And I am, oh shit, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> uh what well, you said you were recording anyway, right? Yeah, and I am your host, Rafael Marquez Castañeda. Ah! Sorry! A spider just went across <laughs> Uh what's I'm going so, on?
0: I'm so glad I'm recording this. <laughs> oh my god. I never have bugs in the shed. Spider so <laughs> just
1: watch <walked> it across. <laughs>
0: across my computer and then jumped down, and I don't have any socks or shoes on right now, so I'm like, ah.
1: Oh okay. my god. Who w- well, that I was mean, a girly moment. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't have thought such a witch-a woman like yourself would be so afraid of an arachnid.
0: You know what? I actually like spiders. I respect them. I don't usually kill them. I like to just, if they're in the room, I'm like, that's cool. We have an understanding, but when it crawls across, and I'm not I didn't see it, and then all of a sudden it's just, like, crawling really fast towards me. It's like, "Yo, Okay. Uh, in general, I like spiders, but, yeah. I, I am a real witch-a-woman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this, all right. Uh, <laughs> your description of how you uh, live with spiders seems like, uh, the, you know what, never mind.
0: Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, on this episode we will talk about the Monday show. Eliza Skinner knows what they might say about her and the Thursday show, Happy Thanksgiving, The Greek System, Daniel's Life of Crime. But first, let's do some shout outs, shall we? I mean, this is Black Friday today, so I don't know if it's going to come out on Black Friday, but we're we're celebrating by recording a show.
1: It's your least favorite day for several reasons. Oh, okay. <laughs> do you have any shout-outs? <laughs> uh, I sure do. Huge shout out to the one and only Lauren and her cousin Erica. Because of her, I am sipping on a Beechwood Citraholic IPA straight from the LBC. One second, please. That is the can opening. Uh, shout out to them.
0: That is so nice, I can't believe she did that. That is so thoughtful.
1: yeah, that is beyond uh amazing. Not the first person to send me beer. uh hopefully not the last. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the end of my shout outs. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. How okay. about you, Lisa? Do you have any shout outs?
0: I have a whole slew of them all right, first and foremost, Brittany, I love you. Miss you. uh, let's see. Scott Marquez, Tamara Haller, Bruised by Dawn, the aforementioned Lauren Kelly, Dr. Jen, Ray Morgan, Jay Inslee, Jen Stark, and Trice. Um, just always listening, and I love the interaction that we get back and forth, and I know Dr. Jen doesn't usually do it on social media. It's just through our private texting, and it's a, really a fun part of the show to record, and then, you know, people are listening, and that's... I never 100% know who's listening, but when you get that feedback and, you know, calling us out for some of the things we say, I love it.
1: <laughs> yeah, the, the thing with uh, Dr. Jan is when she texts us or, you know, well, really she just says mean things to me via text. <laughs> I feel like uh, it's like when I, when I talk to Jeff, I always come away like I did something wrong and I feel <laughs> bad.
0: I love it. The last exchange, she kept just sending us quotes of things that we said from the last episode, and you're like, I literally don't remember any of these things.
1: Yeah, I have to like re-listen to the episodes to be like, oh yeah, now I know what she meant. But like half the time, I'm like, did I say that? Did Lisa say that? Did that happen? Is this? Chances real life? are.
0: <laughs> oh, chances are yes. Um, do you have? Oh, do you have any call-outs? Eh, I don't think I do, actually.
1: But do you? Mm, no.
0: Okay, then we don't need to talk about it. Um, So how was your Thanksgiving? It was last night. How are you feeling today?
1: Uh, Like I tell everyone, I do not celebrate uh, genocide. Also... You don't like Rape uh, and
0: Pillage Day? That's weird. <laughs> also, Sounds like it's uh, right up your alley.
1: <laughs> because uh, my family is Mexican... Uh, we never really celebrated any holidays. Uh, some people think that's sad. Uh, but, yeah, this is just another day. Uh, or yesterday, I guess. Uh, just another day. But I did go to a friend's house and uh, had some goat meat. So, shout out to them.
0: Mmm. You didn't even have to use your AK? That's cool. Um, I forgot what I was going to say Dear now. God. I know. Okay, so... How was my Thanksgiving? I'll let you know. Okay. I do celebrate it. I realize it's rooted in a horrible I, I think we've transformed it and transcended it into something actually being thankful for the people in your life or for whatever. And so, you know, celebrating with uh, some food and getting together with people is really what it's all about. I mean, you probably don't believe in Jesus either, but do you give presents on Christmas? Yeah, sure.
1: Uh <laughs> I should put words in
0: your mouth, but...
1: (laughs) I know tons of people named Jesus, and...
0: uh, (laughs) Oh, do you believe in them?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'll give some gifts here and there, but also not not too big on the Christmas either. Yeah, I know. You're real, uh... Damn (laughs) it. I only celebrate Festivus as you know. Yeah, I was going
0: to say, obviously Festivus is what you really celebrate. Oh my god, I'm in so so slow fucking motion. I am hungover... I had a nice Thanksgiving yesterday. It's just the pre-game for today, though, because the real Thanksgiving is tonight with my neighbors. And we're going to have turkey. And I didn't have turkey yesterday. I had uh, prime rib, which was delicious. But uh, yeah, it. but I did start drinking early. My husband's home uh, for the weekend. And so we just sat outside and thought, well, let's start drinking and let's Uber to the restaurant for Thanksgiving and have our fun day. So I feel um, a little bad today. And I'm trying to correct that with, I had champagne at the nail salon, and then I'm having some hard seltzers now, so.
1: Yeah, uh, we're back on our game. Uh, Last week we were both dry in the alcohol sense, Uh, (laughs) so it's good that we're uh, back to our old selves.
0: I know, I felt lost for a little bit there. I'm better now.
1: I I thought it was because you can't trust yourself uh, when alcohol's in your system when Trice is on the show.
0: That's probably what it is. You, you
1: never know <laughs> what you're going to say.
0: Yeah, I really... <laughs> God. Uh, that was fun uh, recording with him. I know soon we'll get our shit together and get some other people <clears throat> on too. So it's not just us like talking about Seinfeld all the time.
1: I think that's why people actually listen now. Oh, ah, I think you're right. <laughs> it's like a drinking game. How many Seinfeld references will we make? Oh, I speaking like of Seinfeld, uh if anyone cares, yeah, he was great and uh
0: mm, people do care. Tell us about meeting meeting. Tell us about seeing <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld doing stand up.
1: Uh yeah, he was really funny. Uh I I've heard some of those jokes before, but most of it was new. And uh yeah, like I like I said via text to, or to whoever I was telling, uh, <laughs> it was great to see my my dad uh in person finally.
0: Aww. That's so cool. Now I, now I need to see him. Um, also, two things from last week. I know we touched on cougar chest last week, and I don't know if I articulated it quite as well as I would want it to, but it made, it made me think of another reference. Not like you can't figure it out, that it's like basically <clears> a wrinkly chest, but it's like your cleavage is a smile and then you're getting like the laugh lines. Does that make sense? Is that even more clear? I'm so glad I brought it back up. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well, my chest is smiling today. So my other thing, I had one other memory from Big Adventure Fest that was really funny. <laughs> and that was from Dr. Jen when she was driving us around. Do you remember what happened? Oh, actually, I just thought of another thing, too. But uh, when we got in the car and you and I were talking, do you remember what she did? <laughs>
1: I don't remember anything. No.
0: She turned. She was trying to turn down the volume. Like. (laughs) (laughs) As if she was listening to this show and we were too loud. So she was like, oh, I'm so used to listening to you guys talk through the radio. And she was trying to turn us down from talking. (laughs) I thought that was really funny.
1: Uh, What was the other thing you remembered?
0: Whatever you found in her car.
1: (laughs) Oh, yes. I do remember that. Oh,
0: maybe we won't share that part, but anyway, um, I thought that was really, I just, that f- getting into the car and be like, oh, these people are so fucking annoying. I got to turn it down. It's like, oh no,
1: we're in person. Oh, <laughs> uh, <sighs> good times.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's talk about Monday, shall we? Yes. All right. Eliza Skinner. Uh, I don't know how many times she has been on, but, um, zero. Okay. Really? Okay. So this is her first time being on. Uh, I always find it interesting when comedians come on and they're not funny. (laughs) And this is not like a dig, but she was very mellow and like quiet. She actually had a nice, soothing voice, much like Lauren Kelly. (laughs) Uh, But it just I I kept thinking, wait, she's a comedian. Like just seems weird. The energy is so weird when I don't know, maybe it's just me.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I would call her, like, a traditional, like, comedian. I know that her job is one of the head writers for Drop of the Mic, the celebrity rap battle show that Jensen Karp created. Mm. Um, So, yeah, I don't know if... I, I don't know any of her other work, and I barely know that, so... I, I couldn't tell you if she did a lot of comedy, but it seems like she's more of a writer type.
0: I see. So she was talking about doing her one-woman show, which sounds like that would give me anxiety to even... <clears throat> Imagine getting up and doing a show as different characters, and I, I just that seems like so much. But the premise was kind of interesting, getting the audience to like unlikable people, which is... It's funny when you, you can humanize uh, criminals or bad people or, you know, racists like you. Uh,
1: wow. How dare you? <laughs> um, you know, the only one woman show I care to see is uh, <laughs> Sally doing her Jerry Seinfeld is the devil show.
0: <laughs> oh, It's so funny because, you know, as you know, I'm not really uh, liking one of my neighbors right now. And I know they know that I do this show and I talk, I obviously talk about it because that's what else am I going to talk about besides Allison is my grief with my neighbors. But I thought how funny it would be. She, that show of Sally's made me think of like if he and I ever get into like a, if we have words that I would maybe just turn record him talking. And it made me think of that Sally's show just like recording
1: Jerry and just playing it as part of her show. I love it. <laughs> uh yeah i mean it, it'll be like uh that um the fight with the people that greg recorded oh and then we yes it on here
0: oh my gosh make it worse rob i love it or was that was a different it Kristen one? And Rob? Uh, yeah, and don't worry, Rob I, and Kristen. I looked up Kristen and Rob in Venice Beach. <laughs> I'm like, who knows? Facebook? Maybe you'll find that matchup. I did not, but uh, yeah, that was that was pretty great. Um, if so, Eliza had to talk about a lot about her struggles as far as being a female and trying to do what she, basically what she wants to do, and it's tougher and all the the. The hoops that you have to to jump through and the dehumanizing things and just hearing that side of everything is kind of it's a wonder that people still like push through because they're like this is what i want to do and fuck all of you (laughs) um I, i think that's pretty cool
1: yeah she seems uh seems like she's she's where she's meant to be i i feel like uh if she couldn't put up with all these things, she would just be, like, back in her hometown, uh, I don't know, bagging groceries or something. Not that there's anything wrong with that.
0: <laughs> so, if I was to tell you, be more sexy, would you know how to do that? <coughs> how about this? Be more sexy.
1: Uh, Well, like Elaine, I would just do a deep voice into this tape recorder right here. <laughs> which I'm not going to do right now, because <laughs> we don't need... People, you know, crashing their cars right now or, you know, getting cream in their pants or whatever. Um,
0: (laughs) Yeah, that would be a problem. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So another thing I did, this has nothing to do with Eliza, but this is just something that I feel like we've all talked about. Uh, It's a recurring, a reoccurring topic is the live reads uh, during some of the shows I, I have to say during Thursday's show it was much better there was more like participation with the other people and it didn't it wasn't as distracting but on Monday I mean it's like do, inter- interrupting the guest to like it could, I think doesn't it like throw the show off track a little bit
1: yeah I'm starting to think because I think like the advertisers say like you know like around this far into the podcast you have to do the read so it's like you know we're talking about molestation or whatever and it's like (laughs) that reminds me uh i have to do a read and then it's like super fucking awkward so maybe she should just start pre-recording them
0: i think that would be so much better i think they would also be shorter because i think a lot of times she's trying to like make it conversational but it doesn't sometimes do that because i don't know if people don't want to interrupt And then it kind of lasts probably longer than she even is supposed to do it. But I think just doing a pre-recorded one would be so much better. Probably better for her, too. Just easier.
1: Yeah, we Uh, should uh, give her our thoughts. Yeah, I think uh,
0: maybe, Leanne, if you're out there, you have have tact. (laughs) Maybe you can do it. I just think, like, you know, whenever... Besides, like, the, the Corolla fans, but the, the only negative things I ever see about her show from people that aren't, like, those kind of people are they... Pretty much they always bring up the live reads as something that's kind of a problem. And obviously for us, like, we're bigger fans. So we just... It's whatever. But, I mean, <clears throat> I've seen it more than once where people say, oh, I had to stop listening because of it. And that's that's not great.
1: Yeah. Um... For sure, there's room for improvement
0: (laughs) I'll send her your recording (laughs) Wow Uh, So I was super excited that the Topic Sombrero is back Um, I don't know if it 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 almost seemed like it was going to backfire on her But then it turned into like a pretty interesting conversation
1: Yeah, uh, it's been a while since we've heard that song Uh, I love every trap dog jingle So it was fun to hear that again uh, I can't exactly recall what the convo led into, but yeah, like some real <laughs> heavy topics in that sombrero.
0: It was weird, too, because it wasn't like, it was weird topics. The one was, uh, how do you separate the wheat from the chaff? That one, and then, oh, I forgot what the first one and was.
1: What is love? What
0: is love? <laughs> and then she was like, baby, don't hurt me, or whatever. Um, I That was a weird one. But the separating the wheat from the chaff that, that was interesting that turned into a couple of things. I think Eliza was saying something about toxic people and she doesn't believe that toxic people exist. It's just people that maybe you just don't get along with. And I really don't believe that because I really do think that there are negative people out there that are toxic people and I that term gets thrown around probably too much, but I think there are actual people that are, not just they don't get along with you, like they were talking about dating people that maybe just aren't right. It's like, hmm, it's really. Not, I think it's more than that. It's like I, I don't know. I, I guess maybe I've just come across more of these types of people in my life. But what do you think?
1: Uh, well, first of all, I think that Jeff wasn't there for the recording because she mentioned her producer liking cats, and he didn't say anything. And also, if he was there, I think he would have put in the Greg drop of.
0: Toxic! <laughs> See, we even know what drops are going to be played, even when he sat there. I think that's cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, for sure there are toxic people, and uh, you should cut them out of your life as soon as possible.
0: It's just hard. Or murder them. Ooh, I was going to say it's just hard when they live next door, but, uh, yeah, the murdering part. Hmm. Eh, I should probably not say that on any- a recording. <laughs>
1: Uh, I, I mean, you 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 watch Twin Peaks, haven't you? Learned a thing or two about how to get away with murder.
0: Oh yeah, that's all that I've learned from it via
1: uh, supernatural means. Yeah,
0: I've got enough Black Lodge material going on here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, Eli- like I said earlier, Eliza has a nice soothing voice, and uh, like I as I said, like Lauren Kelly and. So we're going to get a second installment of Lauren Kelly reading Reroy.
2: Hi, it's Lauren again. Um, Just going to start where I left off on uh, today's episode. Late that evening, when all the shoppers had gone and the doors were shut and locked, Corduroy climbed carefully down from his shelf and began searching everywhere on the floor for his lost button. Suddenly, he felt the floor moving under him. Quite by accident, he'd stepped onto an escalator, and up he went. Could this be a mountain, he wondered. I think I've always wanted to climb a mountain. He stepped off the escalator as it reached the next floor, and there before his eyes was a most amazing sight. Tables and chairs and lamps and sofas and rows and rows of beds. "'This must be a palace,' Cordura gasped. "'I guess I've always wanted to live in a palace.' "'He wandered around admiring the furniture. "'This must be a bed,' he said. "'I've always wanted to sleep in a bed.' "'And up he crawled onto a large, thick mattress. "'All at once he saw something small and round. "'Why, here's my button,' he cried, "'and he tried to pick it up. "'But, like all the other buttons on the mattress,' It was tied down tight. He yanked and pulled with both paws until, pop! Off came the button, and off the mattress corduroy toppled, bang, into a tall floor lamp. Over it fell with a crash. Corduroy didn't know it, but there was someone else awake in the store.
1: Wow, I fell asleep from how soothing her voice was. (laughs)
2: But don't you just
0: still want to know what's going to
1: happen? <laughs> I am captivated.
0: It's funny because I haven't. I remember loving that book, and then I remember reading it when I was a nanny. I read it to the kids all the time, and I remember loving it. And then I thought, I don't really know. And then when she, because I kind of forgot about that, maybe I just liked it because I was a kid and the kids liked it and whatever. When she started reading, it brought back all of my memories of like, Oh, I really love this story. It's very sweet and. Her kids are lucky to have a mom that has that nice voice to read good stories.
1: You know, I'm not familiar with this book. Uh, (laughs) Believe it or not, I did not have very many uh, bedtime stories read to me as a child. So this is uh, wonderful. I play this (laughs) while I go to sleep now. (laughs) Um, But uh, how about the mom in this book? Uh, What a cunt. (laughs) She's like, ah, fuck that bear. He's missing a button. Look (laughs) at this slob of a bear. It's like, uh, yeah, he looks fucking adorable missing that goddamn button, lady. Yeah,
0: one of a kind. He's not trash. Shoot,
1: <laughs> he's got he's got style. He looks like uh like a uh, or something, or like a <laughs> with like one strap hanging off.
0: Get with it, mom. <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, shoot, I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh, also, I know Daniel was saying they both actually Daniel and Allison both say how much uh Elliot loves books and because he's you know. Uh, about, or uh, what do they say not a prodigy but like because he's so smart or whatever and I was thinking about I think the reason why kids especially love longer books and why he probably likes that is because it's that interaction with your parent is something special and the longer it lasts is what they care about and it's just like I, I know how much the, my kids loved me reading to them we read so many books but as soon as they could read they were kind of like meh <laughs> kind of okay on reading now <laughs> So, it's just that interaction.
1: So, so once they could read, you just stopped reading, period? No! No. That explains (laughs) uh, all the books on the shelf.
0: It does explain it, doesn't it?
1: Speaking of books, uh, how's the book club coming along? How far are you into this godforsaken book? That
0: is a good question. I haven't even started it. I told you I read one page. (laughs) But you know what I was thinking, and this is what I did the last time, but I didn't plan it, is I read it pretty close to like a day or two before, and I didn't have to take notes or anything. So that was kind of nice to just be able to talk about it because it was fresh. And I thought if I read it now, I think I'll probably be able to remember it all. But when it's fresher, I think it might be easier to, to talk about it.
1: Uh, Yeah, I've been reading uh, just a chapter here and there. I'm halfway through the book now. It goes by real quick, so that's good. Uh, And yeah, I can't wait to find out what happens with uh, What's Her Face and the guy on drugs and the other people. (laughs) So I am just on the edge of my seat.
0: Yeah, it's pretty exciting. I'm excited to talk with everybody. I think we're going to do the book club in December. So there's still time, guys. If you want me to ship you a book, you can join us talking about Talk about it. <laughs> God. Oh, should we talk about Thursday?
1: Let's do it.
0: Okay. We were her little pumpkin dump cake sent in by Krista Lawrence on Patreon. Um, I've heard of dump cakes before. I don't love the name of it, but I do love the idea of, like, you're basically just dumping, like, three or four ingredients and baking it. And it's easy to make. So, Sounds interesting. And it was timely. It was Thanksgiving. so.
1: Much like butterscotch haystacks, this is not a thing I've ever heard of. But now I am very interested. Uh, I did make a b- two loaves of banana bread yesterday. Uh, Whoa. One with chocolate chips and one with walnuts. That one's for my mother. And I made sure to use Jenny Kim Jones' recipe that she nabbed from uh, your favorite uh, kitchen woman <laughs> Paula Dean. <laughs> my uh, favorite <laughs> you butthole. <laughs> and uh, I made some little tweaks here and there. Uh it got rave reviews. Uh, I still haven't given the other loaf to my mother, but I'm sure she'll love it. Uh that's so nice. Yeah. Uh I forgot I what like th- that. I forgot what we were talking about. Oh yeah uh, the carb. dump cakes. Yeah. yeah dump cakes. Uh no
0: thanks. and <laughs> I think I've made it with like fruit or something. I don't know. You just dump a bunch of stuff. It's I don't know. I I call it other things. I think, but whatever. Um, it sounds disgusting, though. Dump really?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, what do you think about this idea of vagina expansion?
1: <laughs> uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh. You know, um. I'm more interested in your thoughts, Lisa.
0: (laughs) Well, I have to say... uh, um, Let's see. The fact that they think that maybe if they're expanded, that the baby will stay in longer and get bigger and gestate longer. But uh, I think a lot of men won't fare very well. (laughs) There might have to be some uh, evolution in that area, too.
1: I mean, it's 2018. Shouldn't we have, like... Some kind of, like, surgical implants already where, you know, you can just have, like, a...
2: <laughs>
1: oh, my God! You know, uh, uh, I'm no, not gonna, keep going. I'm not going to finish that thought. Um, so, you, yeah. so
0: like, a kid can just walk right out of you is what you're trying to say?
1: Uh, sure. Oh. Well, I mean... I forget what – they didn't say which animal it was that, like, gestates for, like, two years or whatever. Oh, yeah,
0: elephants and – I don't know.
1: Yeah, elephants for sure. I mean, like Daniel said, God is a man. But if he were a man, maybe he would have made the gestation a bit longer. Because I feel like – I mean – I've never been pregnant. So, Lisa, imagine if you had, like, imagine your two pregnancies back to back. Right. What would that have been like?
0: Well, it was pretty close to being that way. But still, if there was no break in the middle and it was just that long, I would think I would feel like I was pregnant forever.
1: You'd jump off a a cliff, right?
0: Well, yeah. (laughs) I would be a pumpkin dump cake. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Um, So this this whole episode kind of got like heated. I think like Daniel had some, you know, you know, he's very opinionated and he's very strong beliefs about stuff and he's a good storyteller. But then also David Huntsberger, like right out the gate was like fucking Imagine Dragons and music selling out and corporations. And I'm just like, oh, wow, this is going to be a, a heavy episode. But it was, I mean, it was true. It was very true because I feel like selling out used to be something you didn't want to do. Now it's like that's almost what you're going for.
1: Are you familiar with Imagine Dragons?
0: I had never heard of them until, I think they mentioned it maybe on another episode, uh, never heard them and never heard of them.
1: So they had a big hit a while back called Radioactive. And it's funny because the clip that Jeff played during the show sounded like n- not what I expected it to sound like because I just know the Radioactive song. Oh, I think I've heard that song. I'm sure the kids have played it. That
0: sounds familiar.
1: And because I am editing, don't worry, you won't be hearing any <sighs> oh, <free God. laughs> Nickelback or Imagine Dragons. But you'll probably be hearing uh, a lot of rap. Um, <laughs> so, I have a friend who loved that song. Like he thought it was like, like it got him like energized and like super like hyped up. Ugh. He was like. Oof. I need I need a song like Computers. Uh Insert that here.
2: So you wanna talk shit? Head on your mouth. You wanna see my black ass right in front your house? With some shmurds in the flag wrapped around my mouth. I ain't come to talk. I came to bang it out.
1: I like I want a song <laughs> that has me ready to like cut someone's face with a box cutter. Whoa! I don't want to hear like some fucking bullshit not rock rock you know yeah
0: it sounds like it literally sounds like a robot though <laughs>
1: yeah it's fucking terrible uh imagine it Dragons is. in general and it's funny that he mentioned creed and nickelback because i i feel like i don't know which one of those two bands i feel like they had a hit single or something that i would probably rather listen to that than any imagine dragon song so i think he's kind of right maybe they're the new punchline and then their career will end and then the cycle continues
0: that would be awesome we just I mean let's make some good music people come on <laughs> If that... you, also I have a musical re- uh, recommendation for you if you do want to feel like you want to slice somebody's face it's not rap though <laughs> let's hear it <laughs> well, I wasn't going to sing it but uh, 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 Dystopia the band Dystopia
1: Uh huh. any song in particular
0: Let's see. Uh, The tattoo I have, it says Stress Builds Character. I think that's a good song. I mean, I do have the lyric te- or the name of the uh, song tattooed on me, but the whole album he, uh, "Human Equals Garbage" that's the best. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> that reminds me of uh, Kelly, uh, her favorite band's song, Slipknot. Uh, their song.
0: They're Biden. They're Biden on dystopia now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I forgot what I was gonna say about songs selling out. Yep, I forgot. All right. Keep it moving.
0: (laughs) All right. I'll keep it moving. Uh, So David Huntsberger was – they were also talking about – and I'm wondering if he he got any blowback from this, but how he was saying that basically like the whole BBW, like how – like uh, culture where it's like (laughs) accepting people for their size is one thing, but then promoting (laughs) the – being heavy, uh, which is so unhealthy, but they're turning it into something where it's just as bad as the models especially like me growing up in the 90s where like the supermodel first kind of like came around and like all the like the waifs were in and it's just like that's just as as dangerous and harmful I think
1: Uh, I'm just shocked that you said BBW (laughs) 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 Um,
0: I don't know why I couldn't just say Big 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 women <laughs> or whatever
1: now we know uh what your bookmarked uh <laughs> pornography sites uh just go i have never
0: category. ever my, I, I was just about to tell you one of them that i actually do i'm like not pb dubs are you kidding me no i was kidding um but also david hunsberger mentioned uh this book salt sugar fat which I think he mentioned it on Space Cave, and so I bought it, and I have not read it yet because I don't read. But uh, I am interested in this whole, like, they're basically selling you on pretty much killing yourself (laughs) with food.
1: Yeah, I mean, if, I mean, like me, I love to eat garbage. Let's be honest. Uh, I'm not healthy at all. Fortunately, I uh, my body takes care of most of it, so I'm not like morbidly obese. Because honestly, I should be dead. I think <laughs> like, it's only a matter of time till my heart just gives out. But yeah, it's like if if we're just here for this like little moment, why not just eat whatever you want? But and then you should be happy with your body no matter w- what it is like but at the same time i see what he's saying but we can't all like like i know now my job is a bit heavier and i can't come like i don't want to come home after like a long day at work and like work out so i've been slacking on that on that lately but I can see both sides. Like, we shouldn't be celebrating an unhealthy lifestyle, but at the same time, it's like we can't all, you know, go to the gym for two hours a day and eat Right. just fucking, you know, like salads or whatever the fuck it is healthy people eat. I don't know. Well, so yeah, until there's the romaine
0: the recall is. and then we all die from eating salads.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. That's not going to stop me. That I just doubled oh, down on uh, E. coli.
0: Your stomach could probably handle it. Your oh, stomach yeah. laughs at E. coli.
1: Yeah, I, like I said, when <laughs> when uh, Chipotle was going through their little scare, I went like three <laughs> times in a week. Uh, bring it on. Yeah. Uh, I was like, let's end this. Oh! I'll, I'll die doing what I love, eating Chipotle.
0: Eating Chipotle. Well, actually, you'll die doing what you probably hate, is diarrhea and throwing up, but whatever. Mm. Okay. Nah. <laughs> So Allison's dentist update, I thought that was such a funny, funny story because I didn't know about the second part of it, but she did tweet about the fact that her dentist only said to go once a year, which is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Not good for job security, but you're supposed to get every six months just to like for maintenance, just to make sure nothing new is happening. So if something starts happening like tomorrow, you got a whole year before you're going to find it and there's all that damage. No, that's weird
1: maybe they're like they know where she lives and they're like this poor woman is driving (laughs) down here still like she just can't find another dentist like we gotta like like they're trying to let her down easy like oh just come every year and then the next time she comes like oh just you know you're good come back every two years and (laughs) and then she's just like gonna eventually never go to the dentist or just like maybe find one closer to home Which I think is the solution.
0: Yeah. I mean, she's had so many great referrals at this point that, like, it needs to happen. That is too far. But I was also thinking maybe they were trying to, like, phase her out. They're like, yeah, you don't have to come back for a year. Like, she did something wrong or something.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, Jeff has recommended to her, like, at least twice uh, his dentist. And now I really think. Yeah, and Jenna. I feel like this is like really a slap in the face to Jeff. Like he's just like I got a fantastic dentist. Everybody loves this person. And she's like Which is such no a
0: rarity. Thanks. You never hear anybody say that. If somebody says that, that is like okay, you got to go. I'm even thinking about going just for that reason.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? You should have gotten that recommendation from him next time oh, we I, see him.
0: Yeah, next time. I could always just email him or you know, or I could DM him or whatever.
1: Oh, you have his email, huh?
0: Well, yeah. When I asked him to come out and uh, do the record or whatever the sound for the g- group show, he DM'd me his
1: email address. Ah, you're putting on a group show now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Who's running the cameras?
0: <laughs> Body cams, baby. <laughs> oh jeez. Oh god, that was disgusting. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about, but. I love that she was riding so high on her like uh, superior teeth and then and then she ends up chipping her teeth with the spoon <laughs> oh it's so good like she was riding so high she f- reminded me of George Costanza as a hand model <laughs> and then biffing I mean, it
1: yeah like she said uh, she was she flew too close to the sun on wings of pastrami <laughs> she did say that <laughs>
0: So, David Huntsberger, I I think it's funny that his, first of all, dealing with neighbors, obviously, is a problem. But this whole car horn alarm thing that went on for so long and, like, dealing with that kind of stuff. It's weird to miss a show because of it. That was weird. But the story was interesting. And, like they were saying, in New York, it would be like, oh, that car is trashed.
1: So... This brought up something that I thought was interesting. Uh, do you know how to break a window easily? And I think we know. Yes.
0: I mean, that. what? <laughs> I didn't even let you finish. <laughs> You're like, yes. Well, well, you know, when David, was it David or which one of them they said the spark plugs? And they were like, oh, how, oh, yeah, it was David saying spark plugs. And then Daniel kind of twisted. He's like, oh, it's just probably from the, the the sheer velocity of it or whatever he said. I'm like, no, no. If you break the spark plug, there's that porcelain that covers it, and a tiny piece of it, for whatever reason, if you throw it at a window, it
1: shatters it. That's what I was going to say. Uh, Have you ever done that? Yes. Uh, my <laughs> my friend uh, needed some dirty work done. He needed a, an accomplice, and I was happy to be his accomplice because... Uh, You know, I'm a ride-or-die kind of pal, so (laughs) I went with him. Uh, Yeah, we broke spark plug, and just a chunk of that baby just took a window out real good. Uh, Yeah, so try it, and let us know how it goes for you.
0: (laughs) Well, I have done it as well, but um, yeah, I I was into vandalizing stuff for a minute, and it was really... Like, I I would be so sick to my stomach, number one, if my kids ever did that. Or if that happened to me, I'd be like, oh, such karma. But, yeah, I used to run the streets because I had nothing better to do. And we would just, especially if it was like a Mercedes or something, it's like, hmm.
1: Jesus. Uh, (laughs) No, see, ours was not just vandalism. Ours was a a mission of revenge. Um, Oh. got what they deserved. And also, it's. Uh, can you imagine like walking into like the local auto parts store and <laughs> saying, uh, "Yes, could I have one spark plug?" <laughs> it's like I forgot. Uh, I, I thought f- I had five cylinders. <laughs> Turns out there's six in my car. Oopsie. Me. Uh, yeah. I, I this whole conversation just
0: reminded me of, of all the stuff that like I forgot about not only like doing vandalism which was a very small amount of time that i did that because it was just like i i couldn't like my conscience was like no this is just felt wrong if it was revenge though nah i wouldn't have any uh any kind of conscience on that part but then it also reminded me of like the stuff that we would steal like we would go out on missions not for revenge but we would just go out on missions to be like okay we're going to go do whatever tonight and uh but then also like the More like teen fun prank type stuff. And I was just curious, like, if, like, did you ever steal street signs or movie posters from the bus stop? Anything like that?
1: So this takes me, this took me back to episode 66 with Trice and Matt, uh, where Matt said that he stole a sign with his friends. And it's possibly the thing that makes me laugh the hardest when I think about it is, uh, he said that they stole a sign and I was like, Oh, what was it like exit sixty nine? He goes, I think it's a dip <laughs> 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 and for some reason that's like the funniest moment that I can remember from doing this show. But um No, I I was never big on stealing things. Uh every now, like every week, uh at work I drive by a sign that says Exit one eight seven and I think, man, that'd be a good one. But no, uh, I've thought about it but there's no sign I really want to steal. I definitely would not steal Broadway. How about you?
0: No, that's lame. I never stole signs. Um I definitely defaced signs like I was really into animal rights activism <clears> stuff so I would, on stop signs I would write I would put like eating meat stickers underneath stop. <laughs> uh and stuff like that. But I remember in our in uh the city that I lived in when I was going to high school, there was a street sign that would get stolen all the time. And that was the zigzag street sign. <laughs>
1: that was a oh. popular one. Uh, so was that you with that can of spray paint adding the one to Kramer's speed
0: limit <laughs> sign? <laughs> it was. That was me. How did you know?
1: Oh, those kids and their spray paint.
0: <laughs> um, What else? Oh, there. and the other thing... And also in the same city, there was a sign, uh, a street named Bonner. I'm like, how come that one's never stolen? Bonner? Really?
1: Uh, I mean, I don't see how uh, that could go wrong. (laughs) What's a Bonner?
0: Okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What else? Eh. It just sounds like I would have probably rolled with the same group of people that... uh, daniel was uh rolling with but um uh, but then until until they started talking about frats and sororities and i thought i wanted to ask you Lil ruffy have you ever been in a frat or a sorority <laughs>
1: as you know lisa i have a third grade education uh so no i have not um you went to a continuation high school correct uh, I also went to some college too, but oh well. Tell us about your, you know, Allison used the word yes, had to, and I was like, "What the fuck was that?" I don't was either. I don't
0: know either. I was like, "What? What was that word?" <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, any experience with frats? I'm sure you dated a, a frat boy or two in your day. Oh
0: my God, I'm gonna barf. Uh, no, I. Well, obviously, and I went to a. Uh, uh, community college so they didn't have frats or sororities but uh 80s movies i think gave me preconceived notions about how frats and sororities work and already growing up like i was especially once i got into high school i was i hung out with the misfits like i was just like there's no way i was hanging out with those kind of people there was nothing attractive about that whole hierarchy and the the Even just what they're into, the way they dress, like everything about them. I was like, nah, this is not going to be for me. Uh, And I think the 80s movies were right on.
1: So I never went to college, but this, uh, this kind of is interesting to me because I feel like from what the little I know about college, it's like, It's, like, this time where these kids, like, finally get a chance to, like, break free and they just do a ton of stupid shit. Yes. And I feel like we probably got to do that just outside of the school system. Like, I feel like all the stupid shit I did was... It was probably, like, around the same age, but it, like, had nothing to do with school. And so...
0: Yeah, the less amount of time that I could spend with the people I went to school with, the better. I was <laughs> like, "Fuck this place."
1: Yeah, but it it's interesting to me just because when I think of college, I like, I just imagine it's like a lot of work. You gotta like fucking I don't know, type up some fucking oh my gosh <laughs> twenty page paper or whatever the fuck on whatever <gasps> you're studying. But like, it's like then how do you have time like do all this stupid shit? I was doing all the stupid shit, and then I couldn't do anything else. Yeah, so. that's took, that was your full-time job. <laughs> yeah, it's like, the I don't know if these kids are just uh, better at multitasking, but it seems like, yeah, I don't I don't think I could survive in that kind of atmosphere.
0: No, and it's very homoerotic, and then it's also very, like, there's so much stuff about it where it's just like, um I don't know about this. It's just weird. It's weird, the hazing stuff and the weird stuff that they want to, it's just all very I don't know, but I also like Daniel's perspective of, like, the Greek system and how it just perpetuates this, uh, whatever he said, I can't remember. Well, yeah. Yeah. I,
1: I think it's stupid that, like, it's like, you go to a certain school, and then, like, if you're a graduate from this school, you're, like and you know someone else is a graduate from that school like even if you don't know them you're like oh awesome i went there too and it's like you have like this bond right but it's based on nothing yes like, unlike our thing here right. that we got going exactly. on exactly you know we have something in common at least at, at least uh, <laughs> at least one thing so i just find it odd it's like like i remember uh i had this job where we were doing these telephone surveys. We were not telemarketers. We did surveys. And I called this guy in Mexico, and he said that he he went to school. He's like, oh, where are you calling from? And I was like, oh, I'm in Denver. He's like, oh, really? I went to school in Boulder at CU. And he was, like, so excited. And, I was, like, <gasps> and uh, you said, yeah, see you I, later? I never <laughs> went to college, so... I don't know what the fuck he's so excited about. Like, <laughs> I didn't go to fucking see you. Uh, you're so all, I'm
0: doing phone surveys. Do you think
1: I went to see you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, it's just funny that, like, these, like, arbitrary connections, like, we're so... Yeah. Um, Like, we're just, like, so deprived of, like, human contact or something that, like, if we have, like, the tiniest thing in common, like, we're wearing the same sweater. Oh, my God, you shop at The Gap? I shop at The Gap! Like... How pathetic are these people pretty pathetic because then that's like their,
0: their time to shine. And then they continuously just be those people that are always trying to get that like college life back. Still. I remember when I was a nanny, both of my bosses, I think, Oh, went to Penn state. They had everything, Penn state, everything. it's like, you guys are both doctors. You've done a lot of things since you went to school. Like, it just seems weird to still be like, we're in this club. I don't know. It's holding on to some scraps. Like, like George and his, and his toupee. <laughs> uh,
1: like a wise man once said, <laughs> fuck the state pen, fuck hoes at Penn State. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so speaking of fucking at,
0: uh, at, at college, at college, obviously I've gone to a lot. Um, No, the another book that David Huntsberger talked about was called Missoula, and it's based on all of the I guess it's like one of the rapiest schools there, which is just very strange that that is even a thing. But I mean, that culture is not only homoerotic, but it's extra rapey, too. It's like it's not even rapey, it's rape. But for some reason, that was such a normal part of of college life where it's like you got to get a girl drunk. So you're basically raping her. And that's just part of, like, their society.
1: Um, I see on Instagram a lot of – there's this uh, Barstool Sports Instagram thing. And there's, like, like a different account for every college, pretty much. And people will, like, tag – like, college kids will, like, tag their videos with Barstool – whatever college and so i watch these on instagram and it's like just crazy fucking shit that it's like i i don't understand like i mean i like to drink (laughs) i thought you were about to say i like to (laughs) rave i know (laughs) i know you like to drink but like the things that these college students are like posting on instagram it's like I'm not even a... I'm not their parent, and I'm, like, concerned. Oh! So, it's like, what is wrong with kids these days? <laughs> I, yeah, that the, is true. That is, it's disgusting. But, like, the rape culture is fucking disgusting. They talked about the Brock Turner case a little bit. Yeah, I don't want to read this book. I was going to ask
0: because I already looked it up on no. eBay, and I thought... Because I can get them cheap. But I thought, uh, I don't know... <laughs> I don't know if uh, if David Huntsberger says a book if we're gonna read read it or if it has to be something that Allison talks about. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I I don't know. I don't think I want to read this book just in general because like stuff like this bums. Yeah, me you out, know what? I but... think
0: it would make me really mad. We gotta. Yeah, it's just we gotta keep yeah. it lighter. We got you know. Let's see if she can talk about another Sweet Valley High or something. <laughs> I can't believe we're going to be reading that book. It's hilarious.
1: Uh, so rape. <laughs> no, <I'm> okay. <laughs> thoughts. Oh my
0: thoughts. Yeah. Um, well let's see. <laughs> um, um, it's uh, it's something I worry about pretty much daily I guess. You know just going out and living my life. And never know when, where or when it could happen and trying to think about what I would do in that situation.
1: Especially with train rick right next door. My
0: God. Blech. You know, they say the people that hurt you the most are the people that are close to you. The people that will are the molesters and the whatever. And yeah, I'm saying molesters because fuck him. Okay. Oh, wow. Well, sorry. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Um since yesterday was Thanksgiving, and I feel like this is still the spirit. And maybe we're talking more about Pranksgiving, which is a lot of fun. But uh, let's talk about what we're thankful for. What are you thankful for, Lil Rafi?
1: Um. Hmm. <laughs> How about you go first?
0: Oh, crap. Um, <laughs> right. Okay, I'm thankful that... Uh, that Rick is not coming to Thanksgiving tonight. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, okay. I'm thankful for my kids. I'm thankful that my husband is home this weekend, and we're having a really lovely time. In fact, tomorrow we're going to go pretty much do what what you and I did when you were here is go have lunch at the circle and walk over to that brewery probably. Um, but just spend the day over there. I think that'll be a lot of fun. I guess I'm thankful for that brewery, Chapman Craft. It's delicious. Um, what else? <laughs> Uh, I'm thankful I have a house and I have water that turns on when I turn on the faucet and um, that I can like put my laundry in a machine and it cleans it for me. I'm pretty thankful for all those like everyday things that make my life better. Ew. And ew. (laughs) I'm thankful also to everyone who listens and for Allison and just this whole show.
1: Yes, that's what I was going to say. I am very thankful for this wonderful community of Allison people. Uh, Allison's fans truly are the best. I am thankful for um, alcohol. That's always good. (laughs) Um and just the people in my life who make make my life uh you know fun and and good you know good people i like that
0: um i also think it's strange that Allison and Daniel are going to Hawaii for Thanksgiving it's such a weird choice uh, and not just because she's had such bad or they've had such bad luck every time she's gone but if you're gonna be taking an uh, a toddler on the plane, which is a far plane ride, and you're going to Hawaii, is that really a kid destination that you're gonna be able to relax with a kid there? It seems very uh, it seems like too much right now.
1: You know what I think is weird about this uh, She talks about hating the sun, <laughs> yes, hating the heat, and yet she continues to go to Hawaii.
0: That? I never thought isn't, of that. that it's very weird. It seems like just I. I think at like where they're at right now, it would be like better just to go to a hotel somewhere, maybe like an hour away, let's say, and just if you're just gonna be hanging out in a hotel, do you need to be in Hawaii? I mean, you're not going on any hikes or checking out any of the sites, probably. You're probably just staying at the hotel. So yeah, and then it's sunny. I, yeah, I don't know. It seems like an expensive trip for what you're gonna be doing.
1: Uh also I I mean, I feel like she is the type to go do some kind of sightseeing, but it still it seems like a strange choice to me. Uh but I think that so I my friends just came back from Hawaii last weekend and I think they literally stayed at the same exact hotel that she went to. Uh I texted my friend right now to see if it is the same. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's, like, I guess Hawaii is beautiful, right? I've never been. I've never been. I've seen pictures. Yeah. I I think Uh, I'm good
0: on ever going there, but I'm sure if ever, you know, if someone said, hey, you want to go to Hawaii, I'd probably be like, um, yeah. I mean, they've said that.
1: Same. Yeah. It's it's not, like, high on my list. Like, I have very little interest in going to Hawaii, but if someone was like, hey, let's go to Hawaii, and it was someone I wanted to go with, (laughs) uh, then, yeah, I'd be like, sure, why not? Yeah, Uh, that'd be
0: a big difference. But from what I've seen from Dog the Bounty Hunter, it's not a place I really want (laughs) to (laughs) go.
1: You judge uh, everything uh, from Dog the Bounty Hunter?
0: Uh, Just going to Hawaii, which is probably about 90% of why I don't want to go there. The other 10%, well, I'm sorry, 8% is the spam usage. And then the other 2% is (laughs) my old roommate was from there and she's just really dumb. So I'm like, "Eh, I don't want to go there.
1: Shots fired at Colonel Jeff. As you know, he loves some spam.
0: I could get my mind around some spam. I just feel like it's a strange thing to hold on to as a culture. But hey, I also like the... I mean, it's because of the war, right? So that's also weird and I guess something I should probably like. Speaking of Jeff, this Jeff's giving that he had last night. I was really thinking about his Cheez-Its and his his whole evening.
1: Uh, It seemed like he wasn't invited to anything. Aww. So Lisa, it's not too late to shoot him a DM and uh invite him down to the giving down there.
0: Oh yeah. Just tell my husband that uh Jeff is gonna be joining us for Thanksgiving. It made me sad when he was like, oh, I'm not gonna do very much. I'm just gonna whatever. You know, anytime someone says they don't have anywhere to go or they're not doing something, I always think, oh, that's the whole reason why we started doing this I hate to call it friendsgiving, but that's what it is now. Um just because it started at our old house, it just started as, you know, people that didn't have anywhere to go, their families somewhere else or whatever it is. And then it became more fun than my actual family was because, you know, like they say, you can't pick your family or whatever. You pick your friends, some nonsense, some meme like that. But uh, yeah, so that's how it all started. And uh, so it was always like the Misfits, the Island of Misfit Toys, Thanksgiving. So he should he should come, I guess is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> like you said. Oh my god. I really am not running on all on all uh, cylinders. I think I'm missing a spark plug. How should we talk about JMO's? Let's do it. Alright, you said you chose one. Let's hear it.
1: Alright, let me look it up. Nightcloud at Crown Insomniac said just mirror everyone. I have a bunch of albums in my music library that I don't like very much, but find myself trying to listen, like, and understand their appeal due to how famously popular they were slash are. Example, Rumors by Fleetwood Mac. And then he, like, (laughs) types out some of the lyrics from some of the songs and then finishes with, I know these lyrics because of the many, many times I forced myself to listen to it to understand and capture what it feels like to be a real music fan. But it's all bullshit in the end, and I'm going to bop to my Adele. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, I have to say that Rumors by Fleetwood Mac is pretty good. If you're not into it, that's fine. Like Eliza said, like if, like if life is too short. If you're not into it, you're just not into it. But... Uh, any JMO about music Uh, is going to catch my attention. Is there an album, Lisa, that everyone loves that you just think is horseshit? And is it every Bob Dylan album?
0: It's every Bob Dylan al- album. Uh, This Rubber's song, I think it's something I like. It's not something I would celebrate. But I'm trying to think of any albums. Uh, Shoot. I can't really think of anything. I mean, there's some, like, I love the Beatles. But then there's some Beatles songs, not necessarily albums where I'm like, uh I think I'm good. <laughs> like they're overrated some of them, but um but some of Beatles songs are my favorite songs of all time. So it's just I don't know. I I think what Eliza was saying is so true that life is too short to waste time listening to music that sucks. And even though I'm like and she also says don't judge because uh because people have different tastes where I was like, yeah, I'm gonna judge. But that's okay. I still understand. Like I judge harshly on certain types of music and certain whatever, but I realize that my taste of music is also leaves a lot to be desired for some people, and that's fine, even though I know it's better better, but whatever. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh not everyone can jam out to people garbage or whatever.
0: <laughs> let's let's not throw slipknot in front of dystopia, okay? <laughs> but um, uh, you know, Allison mentioned singles, but I think she was talking about that on Thursday. So that sing, she, she said, "Oh, she was talking about the singles movie." Never mind. I was going to say that that <laughs> album I loved, but that you know, that was just at the right right time, right place for me because it was in the 90s, but uh yeah, I what are you listening to now? Like do you have like something where you, you know how I think last week they're talking about playing songs that you love over and over again until you're afraid that you're going to get tired of it. And I don't get tired of it. I just stop listening to it after a while because it's like, okay, I've heard it enough now. But then I can't wait to listen to it again and feel it all over. But I, I'm, I am in not a rut, but I'm not really listening to music right now. And, uh, but so, or, what are you listening to?
1: This is a question that. I am hesitant to answer because uh, cuz I'm going to judge. I, I listen Is it to, Rate Me
0: by Nirvana? <laughs> oh my
1: god. <laughs> no. Um let me look at my phone because that's where I have my music. So I've been like kind of bored with my same music uh so I've like added some more stuff on there but I think I don't listen to it uh, all the time, but the newest album from Chromio called Head Over Heels is pretty good. Also, Fetty by Currency and Freddie Gibbs, produced by The Alchemist, is uh, pretty good. Oh, one I'm actually really enjoying is called Spectre of War by the band Creeping Death, if you're into death metal. Uh, Also, this band called Polyphia. There's an album called New Levels, New Devils. It's like an instrumental kind of prog rock-ish album, but it's not as bad as you would think because I was like, there's no way this is good, and I kind of enjoy it. Um, Also, I'm listening to Brooks and Dunn's Greatest Hits. (laughs) Uh, So, like, honestly, like, if I don't know what to listen to, I'll either listen to Brooks and Dunn's Greatest Hits or... Uh, Casey Musgraves' first album, same trailer, different park, or Power Trips' album, Nightmare Logic, and I will be seeing them on Tuesday in Fort Collins. Also, there's this band called I think it's called Shibalba. It's X I B A L B A, and they're like kind of a death metal-y band. Uh, with they're from California, and they have some s- like songs in Spanish and whatnot. All their like album titles are in Spanish. Uh, And they're pretty awesome. So, yeah, check out all of those and then tell me that I suck.
0: I'll tell you that anyway. but no, So you'll probably use one of those bands for the episode. So maybe I'll have to take a listen. Unless you're going to play some rap or whatever.
1: Yeah, I'm just going to play rap music. But also, uh, coming out next week is Wheeler Walker's third album, Lisa. I know you're going to be jumping that on repeat.
0: I can't stand. I just can't. I couldn't even the Patreon thing that she posted with him doing whatever I was like I can't even watch it like I can't (sighs) everything about him I just don't like it well actually I have to say I do like part of his (laughs) part of him because he likes old country but that's about it but yeah all the music I listen to is basically made between 50s and the 70s and then the 90s (laughs) But you know what I have been listening to lately, and I forgot about this because I, I can't really listen to music, uh, the kind of music I want to all the time when the kids are home. I just usually do, uh, I just throw out Mamas and the Papas radio on Pandora, and it'll just be like some 60s, whatever, or uh, whatever it is. And uh, But I've been listening to the new Twin Peaks soundtrack, and I just love some of those songs on there. But there are songs on the playlist I don't like, and now I've just taken them off the playlist. I'm like, life is too short to listen to bullshit songs
1: yeah uh shout out to rape with the mamas and the papas and also uh twin peaks (laughs) um yeah so the last when i when i was in your car one time and you had your ipod thing hooked up you only had two artists and it was ccr and who else i
0: had it was three i had the twin peaks album i had credence and i had bad religion
1: (laughs) Yes, that's who it
0: was. Oh, and I think I had the zombies. it was like such a weird I think it's because I just usually listen to podcasts on my iPod, so then I was just started putting music and I was like, I already have all of these CDs and then I had all of this music on my computer and I'm like so just transferring everything, I just got lazy and just said fuck it Then I had to just listen to credence or religion while I was driving, but yeah, no, not not anymore.
1: You save a screwdriver for when you're relaxing at home.
0: Oh, that's for my Vans box time. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. That's not far from the truth. Okay. uh, Really quick. No, I mean, it's really far, actually. But uh, I think I picked Lee Brun's, the snickerdoodle, why it doesn't taste like Snickers. But it led into all of this discussion about nuts. And I'm all about nuts. Like, don't skimp on the nuts. (laughs) It doesn't ruin anything more nuts for my life is what I want to say.
1: I am starting the show with that,
0: <laughs> and baby Ruth is crap as a ca- as a candy bar, but I think it's because of the crappy chocolates, not because of the nuts. Nuts are not a problem in savor not the one with the chocolate in the commercial <laughs> <laughs> Break me off a piece of that bump bump bump. Okay. Uh, should we end it on savoury nuts?
1: Uh, yes. And a quick update. Yes, uh, my friends did not stay at the same hotel. I believe Allison and Daniel and uh, Elliot are staying at the Grand Hyatt. My friends stayed at the Sheraton Kona Resort and Spa.
0: Oh. Well, thanks for the update. Also, we talked about. I need to come out to visit you in Colorado at some time. I don't know when that's going to happen, but I've been watching the new season of top chef, which came out, I think last year and it was in Denver. And I was like, okay, I'm going to watch this and like take in the sights and see if this is a place I want to go to. And Denver looked like pretty much every kind of like city where they have like, you know, the cool little hipster restaurants or whatever. So that was cool. But then I saw Telluride. I was like, hell yes. And then going to the Stanley hotel. Yes. And then there was one other thing. That I was like, hell yes. (laughs) So uh
1: was it Columbine High School?
0: No, no, nothing morbid. It was like some the oh, the highest the highest peak? The highest spot in the United States?
1: Uh sure.
0: Something like that. I don't know. It was like this really fucking high place that you take like a tram up to, a sky carrier thing or whatever. (laughs) Anyway, so now we have a plan. Once I started seeing all this stuff, I'm like, oh, this is like my kind of place. But uh, yeah, so I'm booking my flight. I'll be there tonight.
1: <laughs> all right. I will pencil you in.
0: <laughs> yeah, don't put a Sharpie. All right. Uh, I think that'll do it. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Happy Black Friday to everybody. Get those fucking deals. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. If you want to be on the show, email at com. Follow the show on Twitter at BFFCast. Follow me at JMOs and BFFs. And if you want that last book for our book club, let me know. I'll, I'll mail it to you. We're probably going to do it in December. Lil Rafi, where can we find you?
1: <laughs> uh, Sorry. Like David Huntsberger, you can't find me.
0: Yeah. Except for he's like, I'm just going to tweet a of this and, and then like, just don't find me. We can find you. You're at Zanera Park. <laughs> Yes. Yes. All right, BFFs, you're the best. Thank you and good night.